Shut up, I love it. Lindsay, Lindsay, has anybody seen Lindsay? Lindsay Lohan, where is she? Oh, shut up. I love it. I am Joe Cabello, and this is Shut Up, I Love It, and I am here with... Sasha Feitler, and Shut Up, I Love It is a podcast where we invite a special guest to talk about something underrated, underappreciated, misunderstood, reviled, any of that sort. Joining us today, he is a writer director. He's an old friend of mine. Welcome, Andre Konst. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Welcome. So good to have you. Friend of the show and friend of the Sasha. Good yeah. Friend, yes. Uh, all yes. of that, for yeah. sure. Konst, what are you here to talk about? Uh, I, you know, I was thinking about, um, uh, like, there's so many things that would fit uh, your mandate as it were, you know, but uh, like the best is probably like this, this movie that I could never get uh, around of why people hate on it so much, uh, which is called The Canyons, uh, mm -hmm. directed by um, uh, Paul Schrader from uh, script by Brett Easton Ellis, um, and it came out in 2013 to yeah. Lindsay Lohan. A thud. Yes, yeah. yes. Lindsay, you know. Came out and, and just plopped on the ground. Oh, yes, yeah, it yeah. Did. yes. Barely it did. came out. With a sickening flood. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it was an experience. Just, just going to put it out there, just watching it. I, I'm actually still not sure how I feel about this movie, but we'll find out as we go. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, what is this movie about? If you could wrap it up in a, in a sentence. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a sort of like a thriller. Uh, which um, it also is like kind of slash Hollywood satire, you know, and uh, it's about um, uh, a love triangle, I guess, in, um, in uh, Hollywood, you know, that goes a little wrong. Very sexual, it? too. Right. We forgot the er yeah, erotic yeah. thriller. Certainly. Right, right. Uh, I guess so, yes. But, um, yeah, so that's, that's basically it. You know, this is um, very much... You know, like like to me, uh, it's also like uh, the other thing to know about it. It's it's kind of like on the experimental side, and and it's micro budget, uh, meaning that it's almost like a dogma movie. Mm -hmm. You know, um, uh, with um, a, a really um, like at that time very mature director Paul Schrader mm -hmm. doing you know almost like a student style, you know, like basically, you know, stealing mm -hmm. shots, you know, guerrilla style, you know, and, and, and stuff like that. So it was like, to me, it felt like it rejuvenated him, you know, but yeah, it is a, it is very low budget, so it can afford to be provocative in a way, you know. A lot of penises. Yeah. Good amount. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, um, the main, uh, uh, the, uh, the I guess, the protagonist who is not like um who is mo more like um anti-hero i mm -hmm. guess you know um he was actually um uh before that and after and during he was al also a porn star i think that's yeah. what he is mainly yeah, yeah. J uh, james dean james is dean. one of the more famous male porn stars of this era um in some ways he's kind of the uh, uh ron jeremy of this era, oh, as far as uh -huh. as far uh -huh. as name recognition, maybe not uh -huh. style, uh, but I think uh -huh. the style has changed from uh, <laughs> Ron Jeremy's well, era. Style-wise, he's called the uh, Ryan Gosling of 
porn, which is a very apt oh, that's very description. Good. I, I do like yeah, it. Yeah, I like uh-huh. that. Yeah, you got it's James sensitive. Dean here, which uh, huge red flag. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that being said, what category of um, Shut Up, I Love It? You did allude to this being released with a thud, but uh, why do you think it fits so well for the show? I think, like, um, first of all, the, uh, like, there are movies that connect and there are movies that don't connect, but um, people are rarely um, vicious, you know, towards movies. But because this, like, if you look at it now, you know, it has this rating of, 3.8 you know or something you know on on, on the IMDb, IMDb yeah. out of 10 mm-hmm. right uh, and and that would be the lowest for Paul Schrader who is a great director you know and a uh, great writer you know and um, it it feels like almost as if there's something um, something enigmatic in this hate like what is it you know because it can't like it doesn't like i don't know how you guys felt about it when you when you checked it out but <laughs> i uh, like 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 uh, do you think it's a 3.8 movie? I think I, mean, uh, I think they're about 3.8. Uh, too do? too oh, much, okay. right? Oh wow! Okay. I still ha- uh-huh. I'm undecided. I'm undecided. I'm torn, <laughs> and uh, I am hoping that this episode will take me one way or the other. I'm torn. Right. I'm torn on there this movie. Go. But you're torn between like numerically between 3.8 or. Like you're torn between seven and I nine. like it or uh, it's a piece of shit. Like right. okay. that's, that's where that's, I'm torn. That's, torn. that's how that's strong, torn. that's strongly I'm yeah, torn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and it's I think this, you did say it's <laughs> micro budget. I think there's something where you have to rate movies that are micro budget on a different scale. It was, I believe the budget was $250,000. Um, Made $260,000, which means a huge flop. Yeah. Um, and that, yeah, that's, uh, that was Kickstarter money and stuff from what mm-hmm. I had read about. So that there's going to be things where that movie does, does not hold up to a mil $5 million movie, you know, in 2013, 250,000 or 260,000, whatever it is, is not a lot of money Mm-mm. at all. It couldn't keep right. James Dean on set. Um, but that being said, I, th- it's hard for me to, to even look at this movie through that lens of, Hey, it's a micro budget film. Um, but we'll get into that. Because uh-huh. I could probably talk about this movie forever. Just I just would, with uh, okay, an uh, we have hate. to pause for a second. Sidebar. So Joe a couple of day a couple of nights ago texts me and says Oh no, first I, I let him know what this is it that we're gonna Potential talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched it that night. And the oh, immediately Joe oh, was wow. like, Oh great, okay. I'm excited. I like erotic thriller. I recently rewatched uh The Voyeurs, the movie, right? Or yeah, um, that just that just came out as a Oh, okay. A, 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 Sorry. As, in terms of like new erotic thrillers, which Got this, it. Yeah, I so, would say. Mm-hmm. So it's like ref- refreshing the love right. for that genre. And I was like, Yeah, I also like erotic. I like erotic thriller. Uh-huh. And so and then like twenty minutes later, Joe messages me, it's an abomination. Right, right, right. <laughs> And I said, okay, I'm going to put it on right now. And yeah. I did. And I started hating it, but I couldn't take my eyes off of it. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what it was to mm-hmm. me. So I was hating everything. I hated James Dean's over overperformance. Right. But then I'm like, but maybe that's the character doing it. Right. I couldn't tell. I Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't know, just given that it's James <laughs> Dean. This is the guy who's in porno right. for a reason. 
Come on, we uh, need to hear yeah. from Kong. But yeah, What's all this love is all about? I, I would rather be turned to loving it. So I want to yeah. know what you see in yeah. this movie. Yeah, what do you yeah, yeah. tell us? Well, I mean, like, I think, like, you guys um, you guys put a finger on, on what ma- must have... Because to me, it was always a mystery. Like, like what people... What do people see in it uh, or don't see in it that they hate on it so much, you know? So... Um, I think like in as in many cases it's the it's the question of thwarted expectations you know uh and the way it works the industrial logic of it is such that a movie is sold or presented to you as being labeled right you know like like this is a thriller this is a uh you know an epic fantasy adventure or even this is a Jim Jarmusch movie or even, a, or even exactly like it's a, yeah. a tour movie mm-hmm. you know so from that we build up expectations you know and then uh, uh they when they are not met people people are furious you know i know it from personal experience as both a, view, uh, a viewer you know as a fan of uh you know like, uh, certain kinds of movies but uh, uh or all kinds of movies for that matter but also as a filmmaker i know that you know like like when um, your 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 movie or a, a movie is labeled in a certain way but it does not deliver on that promise you know that people feel cheated and people feel furious so for example the difference like with what you you are saying joe is that I when I was when I was uh, when I was watching it for the first time, I like I would do the day like like see like what gave you an idea that it was an erotic thriller? I, it's 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 just a question. It was that is that how it was presented by? Uh, yeah, uh, when on the uh, Amazon. Yeah, whatever the the listing right. that I pulled it up, there and I would know. actually uh-huh. say it's accurately an erotic thriller. Right. I would say yeah. that's a hundred percent what it is. It's just not. There's a not a lot of particularly thrill. effective. And it's uh, like like and it's not like, well, it, um, or it's effect effective in a way that it's trying to do that. Because my argument um, would be that this is uh, like, for example, when when I uh, like uh, uh, when I watched that movie, I already knew like. I read that New York, New York Times magazine expose on that movie uh, uh, because I was in, I interested. I read that expose too because I was curious about it. Right. So I was interested in, um, I had been interested in uh, both Paul Schrader and Bretta Ellis mm-hmm. as a novelist before. So I kind of I knew what to expect. And uh, I knew, like I'm a big fan of Paul Schrader's. I think in a sense, the reason I selected this movie is that it reflects like the way that this movie is, I feel like is maybe underappreciated. So is maybe Paul Schrader is underrated uh, as a director. You know, sure, like sure. his his place. Forced Reform is an amazing film, though. There you go. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. so, but in what way is it not first reformed, et cetera, et cetera? You know, so uh, to me, uh, this this movie was not an erotic thriller or a thriller or anything. It was like a new. Paul Schrader movie, but if you know Paul Schrader, he's almost exclusively a writer director, you know. And so some people would even say one. he didn't write this exactly. One. So, so that was very special, you know. And uh, the the fact that he's directing from somebody else's material, mm-hmm. being uh, being a hell of a writer himself, hell you know. Writer. But then you know. Um, choosing to adapt material from um, Brett Easton Ellis, who is also a very controversial, uh, you know, and uh, provocative uh, writer, one of the most interesting, and to me, one of the best novelists of the late 20s, early 21st century, you know. So to me, it was already 
uh, pre-sold that way, you know? So as such, that didn't disappoint. But I wonder if I was thinking, you know, hey, so this is going to be like a... I mean, what is the best, uh, Joe? Uh, what is the best erotic thriller that you would say? Like, like is it uh, the one with the what's her name that we just discussed the other day with Damiana Garcia, um, Catherine uh, Trammell? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, I know, I know the one you mean. Um, um, basic, oh, basic Instinct, uh, too? Basic Instinct, yeah. Yeah, Basic yeah. Instinct too. I've like, or, no, Basic Instinct one. I think is the one we <laughs> right? might uh, uh-huh. talk. And I've actually never seen that one, um, uh-huh. but I would say like Body Heat. Body right. heat is, is great. Yeah, yeah. It's really heat. great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's probably... Yeah. High that's up probably there. one. I used to love that one yeah. so much. Yeah. 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 Well, okay. So um, now think of it this way. You know, um, you, like, like um, when Bradis and Alice or Paul Schrader, you know, started working on this movie, you know, um, uh, these, are, these are not, um, you know, the, these are not not perverse guys <laughs> you know this these guys mm-hmm. uh these guys do everything for a reason you know and um the reason being i think in this case was actually precisely what got you but what made you hate it you know is that it's a deconstruction of an erotic thriller it's an erotic thriller that is made against uh the uh, the entire protocol of what an erotic thriller should be you know so it's it's basically it's a sexy movie that is deliberately ugly and unsexy and it kind of rubs it into you you know like like, and, and like it, I, says, it says so you wanted some titillation well look at that you know look at this ugly digital you know uh production right, you values. see all the cellulite uh, look, look and at, wrinkles yeah, and yeah, all yeah, that yeah, 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 i, I feel yeah. like that <laughs> a lot of that might not have been by choice. I think if these guys no, uh, okay, had okay, a lot okay. more money, I think uh, okay. it wouldn't look <laughs> no, like no, this. Uh, well, you know, okay, let's let's compare it to, for example, you know, like <laughs> if you look at, into the over of Paul Schrader's, you know, you will you will see that there's a recurrent theme of some kind of masculinity that goes from back to, you know, Taxi Driver, you know, that was directed by Martin Scorsese, but written by Paul Schrader, you know, uh, through movies like American Gigolo, two first reformed. Um, he has he has a way of uh, of reincarnating almost the same the same type of slightly pathological masculine character, you know, um, uh, that, uh, you know, that also is touched upon in this movie. But uh, so, for example, if you take something like American Gigolo, you know, um, this very deliberately uses the conventions of it's the 80s, you know, so it has like uh, like it begins with, um, uh, you know, Blondie soundtrack and Richard Gere is in, you know, like in the convertible driving down PCH, you know, and he is at, at his you know, gearist of the gear, you know, like, uh, like he is the, 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 this guy, you know, and he works as a, as a, uh, pre gerbil. Uh, uh, yeah. Pre gerbil. <laughs> right. Exactly. But he works as, um, as a, as a male prostitute, you know, as a cold guy, you know, and, um, uh, there's, there's a lot of erotic aspects to it, you know, and the movie is made to be erotic. You know, like like it's made to be like like there's all, all this yappy chic and you know like like uh, gym body you know and uh, you know the Armani outfits and and all that and fast cars and everything, but also the way that it's edited, also the way that it's put to music, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Bigger so, budget though. 
Uh, that not really, you know, like in a sense, because Richard Gere was not Richard Gere then. That was one of the movies that made him a Richard Gere, you know. So uh, uh, Paul Schrader was always he was like like this is exceptionally micro budget, but Paul uh, Schrader was almost never no first you know, reformed um, is barely any money. Yeah, yeah. exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. And so uh, like for example, with the exception of Mishima, you know, I would say uh, most of his movies are low budget by by the standard of the day and that standard by the way changes a lot you know so in a sense it could be like like probably i mean like the money that uh the budget of american gigolo five in the million 80s, five million five million is you know so i mean like think <laughs> about it like, so like today it's probably 30 years yeah, earlier yeah, yeah 30 years ago right but today it would be like like with with like digital and 30 with, million with maybe like today. well or you know that kind of quality can it be mm. achieved maybe for a million i see you, you know i, I don't yeah, think you know. so because it's still yeah. film it's still good cameras right exactly like. but but if you if you were exactly but if you were doing it like for example on digital if you were doing like brian de palma movie you know or something you know like like it probably would be uh, would be cheap like like um because you you have fewer days you know uh you know uh, etc you know uh so and and you don't have name actors other than lindsay you know um but um yeah so in in my in my um th this is a big question obviously about what was the intention right behind anything and that sometimes is like to me it's even like um a wrong question you know at least like like this is how we learned at the university you know when i studied literature you know they were saying like yeah you can try to guess like what was uh, author trying to say or doing this but really like don't you think if he or she wanted to say something he would, would just go ahead and say it you know uh, uh, so meaning that it's one thing that what you think you are doing it's another thing that ends up happening through you know collaboration which any movie is mm -hmm. you know through other movies that create a context for it through historical circumstances and almost like socioeconomic circumstances overall, you know, and, and like, for example, the baggage that a star like Lindsay Lohan brings to that, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I, I don't like, like, I think like we can, uh, agree to disagree, but you know, I don't think like either you or I know exactly what their intent was, but I think the effect was, at the construction of the erotic thriller, you know, almost mm. deliberate rubbing your nose into, uh, not your Joe's, but mine, mine as mine, well. Mine. Yes. Rubbing mine our, 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 our collective, <laughs> our, our collective nose into our, uh, perverse voyeuristic instinct, you know, that, uh, that like, like, it's like, uh, you know, there were movies I worked on, you know, where people would write to me and they say, you know, uh, but what what about blood <laughs> or something you know like or where are all the dead children you know and and mm -hmm. I would be like really so that's what you wanted to see like like you have to ask yourself you know like like why did I miss you know one thing that I missed on my Friday night was dead children you know and, and in that sense you know it's not the same you know but um, it's it's also kind of like it also kind of makes us question in the sort of like almost Brechtian way of, you know, what is the spectacle that we wanted, you know, uh, out of this? Uh, mm. What is the effect that we wanted? Uh, and, and, um, and yes, this is alienating movie, you know, I, uh, I, about I, alienating But people. I have, I, even if we forget for, for a second just the fact that this movie, 
uh, it's so low budget and um, the actors maybe are not necessarily giving us what we want in the Hollywood sense or any other sense or even just in the uh, film goer sense. I have two problems with this film like that I, I, I think are problems. One is the dialogue. Like the exposition is bonkers in this movie. The exposition just like chunks of exposition with people in every beginning of each scene explain to each other who they are, mm. how long they know each other, like the whole backstory. Like it blew my mind how reliable it was that there's a huge chunk of just a person telling, here we are and this is who we are to each other and this is what's been happening and now this is what we are. So I, like that blew my mind. Second thing that blew my mind that I think is the one thing that probably could pull me towards liking this movie towards the end of this episode is that um, it's like take seriously people who are trash like in Hollywood and like presents their problems and what's happening to them as if they matter when in some way, which is not the first movie to do that, but it's like, really these antiheroes, like how the fuck do I care? And then the climax is also feels random to me. Um, So those like sort of almost like uh, storytelling issues I have. And then like also why issue like, and are you calling it satire? You said, yeah, I, I do. Uh, uh, you know, it's 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 very deadpan. You know, but uh, to me, it it feels almost like uh, social realist. You know, uh, you know, like like I've, uh, I even from my limited time in Hollywood. You know, I think I recognize a lot of the types. I, obviously, they are exaggerated. You know, uh, as a satire would. You know, and and in a way, they are made. You know, flatter. You know, and more more. Uh, you know, uh, like more, like easier to scan than people are in real life, you know, but, you know, I certainly recognize the types, you know, and uh, at the same time, you know, um, uh, uh, in a way that it's meta, you know, like, like it's basically a a movie about a movie that fell Mm -hmm. apart, right? And, and it's, 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 uh, it's a movie about uh, people who make movies, you know, um, or hope to make movies, etc. You know, so in that sense, it almost like exposes and brings forward to me foregrounds, you know, um, uh, the storytelling techniques that we are using. You know, it's like, it's like not only you are exposed to the story, you, you actually are not. If you, you're right, if, uh, Sasha, if you, if you mm-hmm. approach it as a regular story, then, you know, like, yeah, it, like, like, it, 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 it creaks and it, Barely and holds reeks. water. Yes, the, uh, that creeks is and reeks. You know? <laughs> yes, the pirate but, ship. But, 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 in fact, in fact, it is like, like, what if, what if, like, what if it, uh, if, if it were a, um, like, like for actors, a performance uh, that is centered on performance. You know, uh, for uh, you know the, the James Dean character. You know, Christian. You know, he says. Remember, he says like. Um, you know, I make uh, movies of my own with that and shows the, the, the cell phone, you know. So his um, obsession is control and directing, you know. He actually directs this, these videos, you know, uh, this iPhone, uh, you know, Hook fantasy, ups. yeah, erotic, uh, you know, uh, videos, you know, uh, 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 in it, you know. So to me, that kind of exposes the entire sort of apparatus of spectacle, you know, like, like, like how do we manufacture and consume fantasies 
in this day and age, you know, in Hollywood, you know, and, uh, and these people. So, for example, like to me, you know, when obviously, you know, like, like you can point to any scene and find, you know, this actor or actress, you know, uh, and you would say like, wow, they, you call that acting? That's fucking terrible, you know. But in fact, it is terrible in a deliberate way. Not like they were saying like, you be terrible or she decided I be terrible. But when this movie was coming together from the story of it, you know, like, like you could have cast somebody else, you know, but you decided to cast a porn actor, you know, you make a point, you know, you make a point. And the point is this, you know, um, like, like the so-called legit actors, really, mm -hmm. are they that different? You yes. know, uh, you know <laughs> as, what I'm saying? as we as we saw by James <laughs> right, Dean's right, performance. Right, right, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I, it was interesting I, I, to hear yeah, from you, Cons. Yeah, 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 let's go back to I'm, like. Yeah. I'm yeah, nervous yeah. of kind of the defense of a movie that is like essentially like, oh, it's bad, but isn't that interesting? Or it's bad on purpose. Um, and I don't think that's exactly what you're saying, right. but I think it's swirling around that. And um, I do appreciate the idea of this deconstruction of the erotic thriller. Um, but let's say that's even what they're going for and even what they achieve. That isn't necessarily a good thing. You know, that isn't inherently valuable or good that it's a deconstruction of an erotic thriller, so it's an unsexy erotic thriller. It's like if you did a deconstruction of an action movie that had no action, well, then you have a boring movie. Or you have a drama, which is an effective drama. So at the expense of being a um, deconstruction of erotic thriller, it should rise in some other level. Like, okay, let's... It'll be then a character study on their personalities versus their sexuality. And, but it's not that either to me. Right. It's, right. A, and no, I think I it does to, beg for uh -huh. you to, this movie begs for you to care about the characters. The way it ends, mm -hmm. it begs you to actually feel like that's, something. That's happened. the way I wanted to phrase what I was, my issue I was putting up. Yeah. yeah. Like we're supposed to care some way unless it's satire that I don't comprehend and then I'm supposed to look at them from the outside but I think the movie is inviting you to be sucked in to be with Lindsay and maybe uh, the other because, guy. And, yes, and Ryan and Ryan she, she had uh, like like I, I I wonder if we can agree on at least that uh that Lindsay Lohan performance is amazing, and uh, she's almost like Elizabeth Taylor. <laughs> I don't uh, know. You know, great. She yeah, all right? No, no? I, yeah. <laughs> no. I don't know. I, mean, I think she's showing a lot of her troubles uh, unintentionally, yeah. uh, like her personal troubles in this movie. I think they're glaring, uh, I, I, mm. and there's stories to back that up as far as her being a problem Not on showing set. Up on set, yeah, yeah. Showing mm. up, you know, after partying all night. And to me, it shows on every level from uh, appearance to performance. Um, so I didn't really think she was great in this. And I, I was really excited to see a 2013 Lindsay Lohan film because yeah. I think she uh, has the potential to be good. She has been really great and stuff. But then at like that first scene, the first dinner scene, yeah. I dinner was just scene like, was difficult. okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, this is... Okay, well, to give you to give you to give you an example of um, 
what we were talking about, what of it is intentional and what not. You know, like from what I read, and maybe mm -hmm. maybe it was in mm -hmm. uh, in that New York Times mm -hmm. uh, magazine uh, expose. You know, um, uh, they had money and the chance to reshoot the scene because uh, the dinner scene, the opening, uh, uh, even Brett Stanalis didn't like, you know, like, like uh, who wrote that, you know, mm -hmm. and um, a lot of people felt it was trouble, you know, and um, they had money and they had time to reshoot it. But Paul Schrader uh, didn't want to do it. You know, uh, <laughs> he he actually he actually thought he got exactly what what he needed, you know, and um, uh, to me. So, again, like this is a rare illustration of where like where, uh, talking about their intention. We never know, but uh, we can see the results of the choices. And if we can see the choice, I think there was a choice deliberately to leave it uh, to leave it uh, as that, you know, to from the very beginning. You know, this is, again, very different to beginning of American Gigolo or uh, the beginning of um, First reform. Mishima or first reformed or whatever, you know, like like he obviously knows how to do other stuff. Have you seen like Comfort of Strangers? Uh, that's his movie that that is almost fascistic in this, you know, aesthetic in how beautiful mm -hmm. it is, you know, uh, mm -hmm. uh, and it takes place in Italy in Venice, you know, and and it's 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 amazing. So he knows how to do it, you know, but when he chooses not to do it, when he chooses to go with this austere kind of like uh you know dampening you know very sarcastic you know it's it's almost like like probably um to me it's almost like if someone was like reaching out to you with like tears or something like with genuine emotion and then say no just kidding don't worry <laughs> you know like 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 really and and this this can be really like unpleasant right you know but but uh so what this movie to me, it uh, it pulls out a plug from you as a um, seeker of visual pleasure and spectacle and uh, ide identification and but the music redemption. Is great. But the music is great. The music is great. There you go. So there's there, something. And um, uh, in fact, Kanye West, who I'm a big fan of, mm. uh, did music for one of the trailers. Oh, and no edited way. One yeah, of yeah, the I saw that. Yeah, oh. um, which oh, it's actually the, his trailer for it because I I uh -huh. go in blind with most movies. I won't even read the full log uh -huh. line mm -hmm. if I if I'm interested or gonna watch it. I'll just look at the poster usually, then jump right in. Um, so trailers, I don't watch trailers pretty much at all. It's very rare for me to watch one, but I wanted to see it afterwards, especially hearing the Kanye West and that trailer that is with his music is really good and it makes the movie seem really interesting <laughs> right there you go but but also you know i'm i'm uh not surprised because in a sense kanye west's aesthetic if uh, you know whatever you, you 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 can call that you know um is actually very close to you know like that um uh you know tone axis of uh, you know paul schrader and Brett stanalis and tone satirical very tongue-in-cheek you know and and by the way you know like uh kanye west actually used Brett stanalis's um characters and um imagery in one of the videos like american psycho type of mm -hmm. uh, 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 you know like 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 he used that in in one of the videos um you know and and it's very clearly that they are you know like like this is this is this They're very, vibing. They're very vibing. sarcastic view 
of uh, of American postmodernity. You know, uh, uh, or just rich Hollywood people. And, and uh, Kanye yes. West was also um, notably addicted to pornography, especially yeah, in this uh, in yeah. this time frame. So I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if he was really excited about the film just because <laughs> right, James right. Dean and Lily LeBeau were in right. it. I wouldn't oh, be who surprised. Is Lily? She, she was, was in the three the four way scene. Oh, oh, um, she was one of the yeah, the, yeah, right. the women in the four mm-hmm. the four way scene. She yeah. had no speaking oh, roles yeah. at okay. all. Got she it. just yeah, was yeah. there. But uh, James Dean was um, kind of like mirroring almost uh, the 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 subject matter of the movie. James Dean was uh, basically uh, promoted by Bradston Ellis, uh, who uh, clearly is also like as a you know, um, uh, I guess he came out now. So, like, like as a gay, uh, you know, guy, you know, was into him not j- as an actor necessarily. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You yeah. know, so so maybe. Well, he's maybe, definitely enigmatic for right, sure. Right, right, uh, right. And I do James think in Bummer, he got he's he's an asshole who raped women and he got canceled. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah he's James got Dean uh, allegations. Yeah. He was canceled. He was, oh, see, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, and quit yeah. porn oh, industry. Yeah, yeah, I will say I do think it's really interesting casting porn actors in, uh, if we're to say legitimate film, for the lack of a better term. And I used to love seeing that, you know, eighties, nineties movies, especially seventies uh-huh. too, where they would, you'd have uh, action movies and grindhouse movies with porn actors in it. I think it's a very cool thing. It's risky, especially when it's your main character and Lindsay Lohan. Like, there's no anchor to the movie. Um, But I do think it ties into what is interesting about this movie, which is the backstory. I think I would prefer someone reading about this movie than watching it, Mm -hmm. because that's more interesting. Knowing the budget, knowing who's connected to it, knowing all these things makes it a little bit more watchable. The context, But that's definitely not how you should have to go into a movie. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't think this movie is without any merits. You know, I think there is interesting stuff in there, but I think it does with it. You know, you don't care about any of the characters except Gina is probably the only character with any sense of goodness. And she's so pushed to the <laughs> Clueless. side. Clueless is nothing, affected by nothing, does nothing. Um, and I think there is something interesting to what you're saying of the... You know, this is anti-heroes. This is give, breaking your expectations. Um, but I don't think the characters are interesting enough that they, you can't care about them. But but uh, that can also be, you know, a part of um, uh, of what what I'm saying is that um, again, you know, the whole apparatus of identification with the character and expecting, you know, anti-hero to be redeemed one way or another you know like uh, well they need to be interesting at the right right well for like exactly you know but that what makes them interesting is that um you can like like you basically project not you but you know we basically project our fantasies (laughs) on them that we are redeemable redeemable you know that whatever whatever we do that is wrong you know it, it, at least in this fantasy you know our contradictions our little conflicts uh, uh, you know they, they can be resolved and uh, and uh, uh, you know uh, the thought experiment that a movie or a theater piece or a book can be is that what if it's not you know I remember reading uh, Chuck Palahniuk's um, interview where he said um, 
uh, he made a resolution that there will be no redemption ever <laughs> in, in his stories, you know, and uh, I respected that a lot, you know, and you can say that, for example, you know, for Paul Schrader in his previous movies, like including First Reforms, what I think makes them work is that uh, our little bourgeois scared selves are actually impressed by, you know, like, here's this character who is alienated, who is in existential dread, you know, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But at the end, there's cathartic action, you know, um, you know, he will drink drain fluid, you know, <laughs> or, or he will blow, you know, or he will, you know, like, like kill a lot of people, you know, as Travis Bickle, you know, uh, et cetera, that, that are kind of cathartic and they bring, bring out this, what he calls, like, he wrote a book called Transcendental style in, in cinema, you know, uh, Paul Schrader did, you know, and um, some of it is like that, you know, when, like transcend, meaning like, how do you go beyond what you see is what you get, you know, is that, and sometimes that's with this like oversized, super tragic violence, you know, but that somehow it feels right, you know, that this was this dick of a character, you know, who, you know, like w was boring us for two hours. And but at the end, he goes ballistic. You know, Tarantino sometimes does that, too, you know, but they're interesting. Um, the characters yeah, are th interesting. But that's what makes it. That's what makes them interesting. And so they, well, they, they're interesting throughout. But I don't think right. any of these characters in this movie exactly, are interesting. Exactly. But but uh, my, my hypothesis is that, is this, is that is that is that um, this was the Brettist and Ellis co contribution because his character, like he totally denies you affective identification. You know, like, like he will show you, you know, in American Psycho, for example, he will show you a psychopath who has no redeeming qualities whatsoever, you know, and he will kill a lot of women. And by the way, at the end, he will get away with it. You know, there's actually, it's, it's so nihilistic and dark, you know, um, Kind of like Fight Club, uh, 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 you know, like like in a sense, I feel that that this is a very like this is not a Schrader character uh, so much. This is more like a Brettist and Alice character who actually does get away with murder at the end. And he said, uh, uh, remember, like at the end, he says, like, like, if you hook up with this guy again, you know, I will kill him and I will get away with it. You know, you mm -hmm. know that, you know, and she knows him enough not to test it he already you know, broke like, into like, the guy's bank account so right exactly yeah yeah that, yeah, so. yeah yeah well that that that's that's another aspect that's kind of interesting to me is the use of technology but what i wanted like like let me try la one last uh, sales last pitch for that. breath yes yes <laughs> like basically did you like when i when i watched it again the other day you know and i watched it several times before but uh like years ago you know um, so watching it now after the pandemic, you know, like I was during the pandemic. Well, during yes, it's not over. Yeah, uh, thank you for <laughs> ruining my day. You know, but, yeah. you know, we like, were trying like, to live in to the peace. Yeah, of exactly, this life. exactly. Yeah, yeah, and yet you are, you know, uh, online, you know, as we speak. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, but uh, yeah, good to be reminded. But also, you know, like I felt almost uh, Proustian nostalgia 
to see the like uh, the movie theaters and credit sequence you know and throughout the movie you know there are all these abandoned movie theaters mm -hmm. you know uh, that um, you know deteriorate and these are kind of like these encapsulate to me the emotional overtone like where you say you know like oh well these characters are hard to identify with uh, and maybe that's very true you know but to me maybe what I identified with is with this idea of uh, you know the end of Hollywood you know the end of Hollywood as we see it because this is this is like like these people if these people run the show you know uh, no wonder that you know this is very unlike you know once upon a time in Hollywood which is this redemptive fantasy you know like mm -hmm. like oh so everything was great then and by the way we can correct it with a little bit of fantasy and Charles Manson never happened and whatnot you know and all that this is the opposite of that and this is very cold and maybe as a Siberian you know I can relate to that but we, we don't it's a thermal death of Hollywood you know that we are seeing there and it was not as obvious in 2013 because remember for example Netflix didn't like like didn't actually come into streaming until probably 2013 with House of Cards and stuff, you know? Yeah, so yeah. It was, it was actually, you know, like, like uh, prescient this way, you know, that we can see, we can see now that this, this Hollywood is no more. And, uh, and, and, uh, and the movie says to us, so fucking what? <laughs> you know, like, like, like this, 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 uh, show deserved to die, basically, and that's the. But but that you love that. Yeah. Well, that that makes like I'm I'm not <laughs> saying literally. Like for example, I'm not saying literally. You know, Hollywood is dead or whatever, and nothing will ever happen. Yeah. You know, but 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 what I'm saying is that a certain idea of Hollywood is probably not coming back. You know, and uh, you know, like growing up in um, Russia, you know, in the nineties. When uh, 18, Sasha, 1890s, uh, uh, yes, exactly. Yes, when 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 uh, Sasha was not even born uh, yet and uh, would not appreciate it, but um, you know, that like when um, Soviet uh, film industry collapsed, you know, that's what you saw, you know, all these abandoned movie theaters. Because the problem with movie theaters is that they're they're single purpose uh premises you know mm -hmm. like for example right now you know arc light hollywood you uh, you probably heard uh, r.i.p yeah uh, yeah went out of business and one of the problems is that only other like uh distributor or exhibitor can buy them and use them because like you can't make it into a gym very easily you know because there are all the seats there yeah the, you know, uh, the rooms are yeah. weird mm -hmm. yeah 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 so so a lot of like movie theaters in Soviet Union in the in the, uh, or, and then Russia in the 90s were just abandoned, you know, and you know they would be like you could get into them. They're slightly scary and uncanny, you know, and uh, potentially harmful. And who who is even there, you know, and and stuff like that. So so I've seen that before, you know, and wow. and 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 this this is like what I'm seeing now, which probably like this part I will grant you probably was not intended. Uh, as such, you know, but what they probably knew because Brad Easton Ellis grew up in, in Los Angeles, you know, and um, uh, Paul Schrader have been doing it for decades, you know, so and and the way they were trying to make this movie was actually post cinema. They were trying Kickstarter, you know, porn stars, you know, and um, 
lots of social media, yeah. you know, uh, celebrity casting, etc., etc. So all of that was already not like his previous movies, you know. Um, and so in that sense, I think it was like it's 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 reflective of Hollywood, you know. It shows how fantasies are made and spectacle is created. How the kitchen it takes us to the kitchen, and it says. Uh, the master thesis of that is that it's over, you know, because with people like that, with like vacuous non-entity zombies, you know, like, mm -hmm. like the, uh, like, because these people are actually like kind of like undead, you know, yeah, well, like, like Christian like, is essentially yeah, just making yeah, movies because yeah, he has money. Yeah. He absolutely. doesn't give a shit about them. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and uh, just to keep his father at bay, right. As he says, just as he takes the, by the way, Gazman Sand. You're Great. Right. Yes. Right. Thank the you. Therapist. Should, I guess I'll just say big two more points uh, right. that I I do think um, that story is interesting of like uh, the opening credits, like you said. I think the movie does have this bow around it that's so close to getting cinched. Of you see these decrepit theaters, you know the backstory of how the movie was made is you know these two legends or like one film legend, one writing legend coming together. They know how hard it is to make movies. They have made movies. They couldn't get their one movie financed. It fell mm -hmm. through. So then they kickstart this. And then it's a movie about uh, how vapid the people who actually make these decisions are and, and all that. That's all very interesting. But the movie has to be good. <laughs> right. Well, I, I, I will grant you that it doesn't work as a as a movie movie. So, you know, to me, it works as a, you know, like, for example, you know, like if you get like, uh, like if you want, like I'm, I'm the one, you know, who's like working all day, I will come back and I will want, you know, to watch, uh, you know, a, a detective series or something. And this if this detective series uh, doesn't deliver, you know, doesn't like you know, press the right buttons, you know, I will be very angry. Mayor of Easttown you know, did not deliver for me. Uh, you see, there you go. And mm -hmm. how did that make you feel? Uh, that I made a podcast episode about how much there we you hate. Go. See, that's that's, that's the hate together. and the anger, the hate and the anger, you know. Um, and so I get it. I hear you. You know, if there was a way for them not to call it a movie, you know, like uh, if they said, you know, it's a visual uh, the critique. Canyons, it's a visual experience. Mm -hmm. Yes. Of, of uh, social, uh, social, like uh, political, economical criticism, you know, mm -hmm. and aesthetic, you know, experiment. Maybe if they call it like experimental movie, you know. Yeah, and I think that's it's a you have made me appreciate it more uh -huh. in that way. But I, I would say I blame Brett Easton Ellis the most. Ah, there you go. For this, uh, because I think this script read see, feels like oh that could have made a good book if we were to get inside how these people work they could mm. all be awful maybe they're mm. more interesting behind the scenes mm. but i don't think uh he really knew what he was doing with this screenplay uh-huh well uh you know like um uh, what you guys made me uh, appreciate is that I feel like I kind of understand now. Like I'm, like I I did understand it intellectually, but uh, I'm starting to get uh, to get more of a sense mm -hmm. of of what it feels like probably not to like it. Um, you know, and because I was gen uh, genuinely flabbergasted. You know, like. Mm -hmm. Like what's not to like, <laughs> you know? Uh, but maybe that's my dark, you know, Siberian, 
uh, uh, nihilism speaking, you know, that, that I'm like, yes, that to me is realistic, you know, that, that to me like what movies should be. It's about life and life is such, you know, there are all these half-dead people who are zombies, you know, and nothing good ever comes out of it. And at the end, you die, you know, like... Uh, and constant such an optimist, by the way. Yeah, I've known him for years. Yeah, He's yeah. the most optimistic person <laughs> I know. So it's very funny. That so you, yeah, in your art, you look for... Yeah, yeah, for yeah, yeah there's, a, there's, a, there's a side that I can see, you know, like, like that I'm like, I'm almost like uh, when people are being sold uh, you know, kind of like illusion, you know, I feel like it's almost like, uh, not to use it lightly, but it's almost like abuse, you know, psychological abuse when mm. people are told everything is going to be all right. You know, this is one thing that like, w w like w since I started watching American movies, that always surprised me, you know, like, you know how there's a cliche, you know, there's a guy, you know, with an arrow through his heart or, you know, like like half his brain, you know, blown off by a, by a, a shot, you know, and he is there and his friend or, you know, uh, a, a girl or some that comes in and, and, and would just say, uh, just stay with me, you know, it's going to be all right, you know, and I'm like, really, fuck, you know, like, you should tell <laughs> me, dead. no, it's, it's, it's like, like, it's, it's bad, you know, it's bad, but like brace, you know, is what you need to be saying, you don't, it's not going to be all right, you know, mm. so that, that to me is the tone, but um, uh, was great, like, let me ask you this, though, um, both of you, you know, like, you obviously, by the nature of this podcast um you get to see a lot of crap movies you know, <laughs> that that only one person in the world likes you know um uh, and and um sometimes, or the other way around they say hey i hate mayor of east town and then you get to hate watch stuff no but, you know? no, but usually it's it's something they love but sometimes they realize during the podcast episode they, they do? don't love it no really yeah so they sometimes low yeah, we, we've had that happen. Some people realize <laughs> yeah. they didn't love it. Some people are oh, like, no. oh, actually, yeah, after this discussion, it's not as good as <laughs> that, I thought. Uh, but that, I, that I bet uh, makes for a good podcast. Sure. You know, like, yeah, no, like, it's like always good to have an that's arc. Good television. Arc. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is good podcasting. <laughs> yeah. you know? So, but what's the question? I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, uh, uh, you know, uh, myself. I'm not going to denounce. No, and I'm not, trying, <laughs> not looking for it. Yes, but yes, what is the question? Yes, I, I'm we going do. to deny you the arc. You know, we, like, do, like we, do, we, do, we do. It's the arc in itself. Yes. Uh, so my question is yeah. like, like, like um, compared to some of the other movies, you know, that uh, or series mm -hmm. or whatever it is, you know, like, like, um, were you like, like, I've seen everything, but this one takes the cake, you know, like, or were you like, no, it's, I'll it's, save uh, the answer for that. the ratings. I'll oh, save okay. my answer. Yeah, we can, inc ratings. let's yeah. include that in the rate, uh, okay. how we oh, rate cool. the movie yeah. and yeah. what a great segue into rating the movie. So we yeah. are going to rate, uh, the canyons on a scale of zero to 10 using something else as a reference. It could be another movie that you think is in the similar oh. tone, or it could be something totally different, like a roller coaster. Hey, roller coasters are zero, but this movie is a ten. Whatever you want, it doesn't really matter. Wow. And if that's confusing, complicated. it doesn't oh, matter. Oh, yeah. Right. It doesn't make any sense either, yeah, but yeah, we yeah, love yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, and we'll yeah. go first just to get it uh, started. I can go first. Oh, you want to? Okay, you're Yeah, eager. sure, why not? We'll change it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. let's do it. We'll go first. I'll rate this movie against uh, two things. I'm going to go two things. Like, it's just crazy, right? Like, But, I, but I'm not going to put them all on the same scale. I'm going to do two scales because they're they're not compatible, the scales. So one scale, I'm going to compare this movie to First Reformed, okay. which is a great Paul Schrader movie. And First Reformed is probably like a 10. 
Like I haven't seen it in a while, but I just remember, and I don't remember movies, but I remember how much I loved it. I remember being like shaken up, just impressed all around. What a movie, what a freaking blow in your face. Just great. 10 on the Paul Schrader scale almost. And this movie, if that's a 10, this movie is a four, a four, right? a four. Because I, I, I just, um, it, it's like I'm, I'm straining to love it. And I kept my eyes on it. Like I would watch a car crash, but I couldn't. And, and I was like, it's like too juicy. It's almost like reading like a gossip column. It was something wrong. Like, but then I'm going to create the second scale, which I'm comparing to my favorite movie of all time, The Room. So The Room is a 10. It's, it's a, it's a mas- masterpiece of terrible movies terrible i'm watching it because it's so bad and a lot of times when i was watching the canyons i thought of the room i was like oh my god such a tommy why so moment moment like just as bad as bad so in that sense the canyons is a seven. Oh, okay there you go yeah okay. so it's it works really well for me as a bad movie um intentional or not made by the right. giants of film or writing or not n- no matter that's how I perceived it on my end. What you know, yeah. even after this yeah. deep discussion, Joe. What about you? Uh, okay, I will. I'll, I'll uh, tell you where it stacks up with the other movies we watched at the end, uh, wow. or for on Shut Up, I Love It specifically. But I'll read it against a movie we mentioned earlier. Even though I don't think it's the most apt, uh, The Voyeurs. Um, just mm-hmm. seeing you've shown me more of how this movie is an effective satire in some ways. Um, so I don't think it's as comparable to the voyeurs, which is a straight erotic thriller. Um, but I'll, I'll go against the, that anyway, just so people know about that movie. I'll give that movie an eight out of 10. It's ridiculous. It's fun. It's legitimately sexy. Um, eight out of 10. This movie, I'm gonna, you know, I would give it higher than I'm gonna give it, but it would be disrespectful Dang. to the other movies I've rated. That, that you've low. seen in your life uh, on this podcast specifically, okay. the ones that I've rated low, Dark Water, and, and things mm-hmm. of this nature. So I have to give it a uh, zero. Uh, nothing but. Tr- oh zero. my god! Wow. Well, but that's that's kind of cool. You know, I, I I like that because. A zero to me, if you it's ask stronger me, than six. is 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 uh, uh, you know is better than a five. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, and, I agree with even you. The, you know, with all due respect, even uh, even a seven is kind of like a little bit like condescending. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I give you a seven. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was good, but not know. great. But I would <laughs> yeah, say if yeah, I yeah. were to put this but movie, zero zero that may that that made, made your day. you angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also if I'm gonna I'm gonna just jump in for a second and create the third scale for myself. And if I put like all these movies that we've seen for this right. for this podcast, like yeah. they just like they live all yeah. over it. You know, mm-hmm. they they like go from like three, I think. Mm-hmm. All the way to 10, there's movies that I've rated. This movie would be uh, an 8. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. Because I enjoyed it. I was never bored watching yeah. this movie. I fell asleep. I did not I like asleep. it. You, you were, oh, yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I fell asleep and had to go watch it was late. Watch it, again. Uh, uh, it was late, at, late though, right? Like, yeah. it was fair, a, when you were watching I think it wrapped up around 10.30 or something like that. Also, that's so bad. not that All late. Right. Well, so zero. If, by the zero. way, a first zero. It zero would get a two, zero. but I think that would be disrespectful to Dark Water, which I think is right. like infinitely better than uh, uh, this uh, movie. Infinitely 
better at two, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's the best two, you know. Yeah, yeah. I Is that what you gave it to? I, no, I get just um, not because it's the same number, but just for the spread. I think I gave that movie four or three. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. out of all the movies we've watched that I can remember of Shut Up, I Love It, I think between this and The Prophet, those were among the worst. And I think uh, I, yeah. I might have enjoyed this one more than The Prophet. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, but I think that was just the like. But there's more art in the prophet. It's hard to tell. It, it's we, hard we to know. tell. But both the movies, I would have been uh, fine shutting off. Uh. Well, I feel, I feel, I feel honored to have brought yeah. you to have br- brought you such Strong. a distinctively. I agree. I will never forget it. Red. And this yeah, is the right? best. I think go. this is the mm-hmm. best. Like this is what we really want. Before yes. you go, cons. Yeah. Like this is what we really want on this podcast. We want people who feel so strong about yeah. something that's reviled. Come on, and just like bravely embrace it and like profess their love. Like that we really do. And I yeah, actually get more disappointed than ever mm-hmm. is when people bring something they feel lukewarm about it, right. and they and they actually uh, just kind of sort of kind of defended but they also agree with everything we're saying so i actually love this passion whichever way it goes what about you cons what are you going to compare it to uh you know i probably would uh like and this may even you know uh confuse things even further but i would compare it to this like also underrated movie by david lynch called inland empire i love inland empire right there you go see Mm -hmm. so like i think they overlap in some ways because they are also like on the margins of hollywood Mm -hmm. you know um but uh uh obviously david lynch being david lynch you know uh it's it's a lot more surreal you know but also at the same time it's not quite david lynch movie you know because uh he was experimenting with digital video then Mm -hmm. which he then abandoned and it was also very badly received other than Mm -hmm. by you and me you know um uh and and uh my friend paul Shout uh, out. Uh, yeah friend uh, of the show yeah friend not paul show. schrader though no <laughs> uh paul paul jarrett you, you remember him sure you remember yeah. Him? yeah paul yeah. jarrett so uh hey paul you know mm-hmm. um so anyway so that that i think like um uh to me it also reflected on the delusional uh, spectacle of late capitalism as it were you know uh, as uh, exemplified by hollywood you know etc etc but you know i would say you know like like it fell short probably you know of the heights of the canyon you know uh meaning that, <laughs> <laughs> meaning that i would give an, an <laughs> inland empire i would give an eight mm-hmm. how about that better than seven uh you know um not as good as zero and then obviously you know i have to give uh, the canyons 10 does that work you don't but have yeah? to you do no, what no, you no, want but, but i feel like i want <laughs> you know, like, but does that does that? Did, did I get yeah, it? Right? Makes sense to yeah, me. Yeah, sense? yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Is there anything uh, yeah. else? It's, it's, it's a very complicated. Uh, it's a very complicated system. Is there anything else <laughs> that lives on this scale, or there's the oh, only two yeah, things yeah, yeah. that live no, there? No, I would say you know, like you know, who is really great at it, like Nicholas Winden Reffen as a director. You know, Bless you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like dr- Drive, for example. I yeah. consensusly, you know, amazing. Everybody drive. likes it, but whatever. Even the soundtrack but, I listen to sometimes. There you go. I mean. Too, um, you know, but um, uh, the like, for example, if you look at Neon Demon, mm. you know, that's where people start, you know, like rolling Hating. their eyes. So you know, I and, couldn't yeah. I, even just from the trailer, which I did not watch on purpose, it came to me in the yeah. movie theater. Neon Demon didn't yeah. want to watch it. R- there you go. So, but also like he then 
went ahead and made this series called Too Old to Die Young mm. for, uh, um, for Amazon. And actually also based on very good piece of writing by uh, graphic novelist Dave Brubaker. You know, and and uh, uh, it's it's an amazing like to me it's an amazing fifteen hours. I can't remember how long it is. You know, like um, does it live of, on the scale of, too? Uh, yeah, I think so. Like, like and 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 people like like I would say on a scale. Um, you know that would probably be, but because it's different, it's kind of like television, as it were. You mm -hmm. know, but as such, it would be, you know, like like also a top of the top of the class. Wow, know, top of the class. All right. You know, but also like uh, misunderstood, shrugged uh, upon, and hated. And by the way, I don't I don't know if what he's up to now. I don't know if he has a film project after Neon Demon. Or, uh, but you know, if uh, he, too, too old to if die he doesn't, young. reach out to cons, right? You guys could kickstart it, you're right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they can uh, make, make another deconstruction that yeah, uh, we're yeah, all coming yeah, here and discuss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of deconstruction cons, um, yeah. would you like to plug anything? Uh, other than vaping, <laughs> better than, than smoking, yeah. Don't you have a film? I'll, I'll oh yeah no i mean like like part of the reason like by the way you know like like maybe the reason i responded like i think it even influenced um you know a latest movie that i made uh that's called auto fiction and it's been playing some festivals but i don't know if it's going to be, ever be released you know and uh i don't know like if it's probably like it may also land with a thud you know um in but for similar reasons because it's it's not it's not um, like, like I feel, um, and the director probably shouldn't be saying that, but you know, I feel like it may be, uh, too cold, you know, whatever, you know, mm -hmm. um, um, but yeah, you know. where can we find it to, uh, that's compare? not even out yet, you know, but, uh, you know, like, what is out? What is out? Oh, uh, <laughs> there's this, this movie I made a while ago called the blood queen yeah. and it's out on Amazon, you know, and, um, in a sense, uh, you know, it's it's also like it's it's a it's a movie that will uh, thwart all your best expectations. You know, if <laughs> like like if you want to go in, like like I heard people like that's the one that has blood in the title, but not much blood in the movie. You mm, know, and uh, it's billed as a horror film that is not that frightening. You know, and, <laughs> and, and, and it's, it's just like right. <laughs> you know? Well, I'm I'm okay with that too. Like for me, I yeah. think horror is not just about is it a scary movie. It's about the imagery. Right. It's about tone. Uh, like it doesn't. Well, well, check it out. And I'm uh, like like, but I'm now I'm afraid of you. My my man, uh, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you strong opinions. As, but but as long as like but like full if, of charisma. If but <laughs> Joe, like like do me a favor. If you don't like it, just give it a zero. I know it's too much to ask. Uh, <laughs> you know, but better but, than uh, a four. But a zero, yeah, I would much prefer. I like you know? that. Well, it yeah. looks it looks far better than uh, than the camera. Yeah. It looks powerful. Yeah. Right. Well, just just watch it. <laughs> yeah. like, you're, that's yeah, a challenge. You're like, just wait. Yes, yes, just you wait. Do you want to be followed on social media? Uh, I no, no. Okay. Never. All <laughs> right. Know? What about you? I, I mean, I'm not even. I'm not even on it. You know. I thought you were. I'm, uh, I'm on Facebook, but for friends. You no, know, but not yeah. on, on any. Fuck that. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> first curse so late into the game um joe what's going on with you any plugs from your side yeah tons um if you like subverting stories my horror comic book is a bit of a subversion to the uh slasher genre or the uh there you go the killer genre called bottoms up hard liquor go check it out Ooh. at jocabeo.com there's the digital versions or paperbacks mm-hmm. um so go check that out and then be like joe you wrote a story that's a little off from the usual genre fare. Speaking of erotic horror thriller, yeah, it's somewhat erotic. Yeah, there's. Is it sexy? Sexy? It's pretty sexy. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's sexy if you like uh, yeah. drawn women, which some people don't. I feel I find drawn women as sexy. I actually, I I actually think drawn women as the best. The wrong you know, or the drawn? Drawn. drawn. Okay. Drawn. I don't know. That's real women. That's a good... Real women. You wow. Know, with all due respect, you know. Um, you know, but but when you draw, <laughs> you know, it's even no, better. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's a guy thing. Uh, talk to Joe. All right. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. cons. What a pleasure to have you over and just like. And it was so much fun. Just you know, download all the. Yeah, great you know, topic. Even though you're obstinate and and uh, you know um, uh, have bad face only to <laughs> <laughs> to, to great art, but uh, was really fun. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Elizabeth Salute, for the artwork. Thank you, Mr. Owl, for this amazing track. And thank you for listening. 